0: My Road. Learn as I Go. So, I was sitting in the doctor's office, and a mother comes in with the world's cutest toddler. This child could have ousted Shirley Temple off the stage for sheer adorableness. It wasn't just the white bow wrapped around her head, her moccasin slippers, or her bright blue eyes. It was her bubbling enthusiasm for everything and everyone in the room. She was absolutely certain that the world was a wonderful place, and everyone was her best friend. As I watched the many bundle of energies scamper to the nearest toy, her mother followed close behind, her hands at the ready for any slips or trips. Soon, Mom had her little one ensconced in her lap and helped her baby push the colored beads along the complex wire arrangement that probably made some toy maker rich. In my lap, I grip my latest to-do list. Among the usual tasks of the week, I hit outline jobs and assignments for each of my kids. Since my children have an age range from 23 to 10, I have to consider their abilities in relation to the experience and natural inclinations. A child who likes animals to distraction is better at remembering to feed the dogs and cats than a kid who would rather spend the morning reviewing Italian cuisine recipes. Over the years, I have altered and re-altered my mothering techniques to the point where I am very reluctant to tell another mom how to do it right. I vividly recall a couple that presented to my husband and me their most successful child-rearing philosophy. Use common sense. Right. Sounds great. But what does that mean when facing a screaming baby whose diaper is dry and tummy is full? A toddler with a purple ring around his mouth who can't seem to remember what he ate to get that vibrant hue on his face. A little girl who has packed her bag to go to boarding school without telling mom a thing about it. A son who's asked what to do with his life. Or grieved kids when they discover that not only is life not fair, but human beings can be vicious without cause. Being a parent is a little like being God, but without the power and the glory. For a time, a parent has a say about everything to the point of utter exhaustion. But little by little, that power erodes, as well it must, and the child grows into his own decision-making being. Then the parent must step out of the way. The child must lead. But what about when they don't see the need? What if mom or dad have been so good at what they do and the world so darn comfortable that it is simply easier to continue in the comfort zone? Truth be told, it's no fun getting out of the perfect parent zone either. It's peaceful and enjoyable to hold a baby in your lap. And move their hand as you know it should go for the best effect. As I consider our world today, I think of all our comfort zones, a world where so much is given to us, where our feet are directed to schools, our minds are directed in classes, our passions are directed through media, our faith is directed through traditions and habits. I have to wonder when does direction? become strangulation. The cute baby I saw today charmed everyone in the waiting room. In the best scenario, she'll grow up and better the world through her chosen passions and abilities. But to get to that point, she'll have to sit by herself, and mom will have to let go of her hand. I don't have a quick formula for parenting. Like my kids, I learn as I go. But the key is to learn to let go. We have to allow our kids to grow up and make their own choices and face real-life consequences. Though we're never far behind. And even if our hands don't touch, surely our hearts do.